Well, that had to be one of the most uplifting pastor conferences that I've ever been to. If you say so, Pastor Calvin, and I suppose that's nothing to do with the fact that you actually organised it and it was at your church. Nothing to do with me, Cameron Connaughton. It's all about the Lord and the way he was working. But it was just, oh, it was just amazing to see the people just lapping up the words, seeing pastors doing that. And it's great to see Justin Ballard, you know, there and all, hopefully getting some skills, hopefully one day. He might become a pastor, you know, too. Yippee. And Sam Hunt as well was there. That was really good seeing him as well. Yes, yes indeed. Karen, are you okay? What's that supposed to be? That's some kind of nanny Prescott quip about me or saying I'm mentally unstable. No, Karen, I'm just asking, are you okay? Exactly, you tested my mental but No, but you sound a bit down. A bit down? I wouldn't say I'm down. Well, not content, maybe, but not down. I'm content, um, in what way? With your job, with your well? You loved the pastor conference, but I had another thing. Well, you had something else to go to? No, I didn't mean that. I'm just saying, I don't think a pastor conference was all that great. Okay. Oh, what do you think? People can't have an opinion. No, no, it's all. I was just a bit startled because it was just such a great time of fellowship and so forth. Mm-hmm. What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. Karen, I know you really well, and that sounds like you're being passive-aggressive. Me? Passive-aggressive? I would never dream so. Karen, you literally wrote a book on being passive-aggressive. And at times, just straight-out aggressive. That's from Nanny Prescott. What's your point? Could you elaborate? Oh, you're insecure because your little pastor thing didn't pass my test. It's not that, it's just kind of want you to elaborate on what you're saying. No, nothing, nothing. Yeah, you're really not passive aggressive. Well, you're being passive aggressive to me, I heard that. Karen, please explain. Well, okay, since you have dragged it out of me, I will say such things. So, some of your little pastor cohorts aren't exactly what I would say. On the up and up. What does that supposed to mean? Don't you do that. You know exactly what I mean. I generally don't. Well, Pastor Kevin, I had to do all the checks and all the people who were going. And some of the pastors, let me just say, their background was less than perfect and stellar. Which, you know what I mean? I'm all just for perfection, perfection, perfection. Well, if you're worried about people's backgrounds, and the previous pastors have occupied this position, well, you'd have an issue with them, certainly. Oh, I've heard about Gary Robinson and that Tim Drix or whatever thing. I ain't talking about those. I'm talking about your little cohorts that you had in there. But what are you referring to? Well, I was thinking of the one in particular. That Pastor Derrickson. Oh, yes, we're very good friends. He's a really brilliant preacher. Is he now? I don't think his background reflects such things. Oh, are you talking about how he, you know, got a bit confused in training, training, I think a lot of preachers did and all, and he kind of steered off a little bit, you know, preaching more social justice type of things, but well, we went through the Bible now, he's yeah, really understand what he's saying, going for it, going for the gospel, it's fantastic. No, I ain't talking about that gospel, it's possible, for all I care. 
Oh, then what's the problem? He's a hoodlum! You can smell it from his breath. Hoodlum. I smell the hood from miles away, you know. I break out in rashes and highs when such low class to step in this building. It's amazing that I can do any work for you at all. That might explain your lack of productivity. What was that? Um, nothing, Karen. But I mean, seriously, talk about low class. No class, more like. Mm -mm. And when he was rabbiting on about things, he didn't even have a Bible out front. Now, I know you're a stickler for the word, okay? You know, me, I could be more loose to say. But he didn't even bother to bring the book. He was just saying, and Roman says this, and Romans 10 verse 9 says this, and this verse says that, and 1 John 3 verse 1 says and I'm like, where's the Bible? What is he doing here? It is ridiculous. And the way he spoke to, I mean, talk about sloppiness, okay? I've never heard so much bad grammar in my life. And I had a one time listen to a whole drink song. Believe you me, that wasn't easy. I thought it was going to be Francis Drake. Ugh. Don't ever make that mistake, Pastor. Don't make that mistake. Well, you see, Karen, I can explain. And let's not forget just how slow. He was slower than Carly Minogue in the slow song. I mean, it was ridiculous. And I'm like, where did this guy go to get education? Because he needs a refund. I mean, definitely public school. That's for starters. So... I mean, it's technically free, but maybe the taxpayers get the money back, because what a gorilla you had, really, to be dealing with. I mean, seriously. Uh, Karen, can you please stop talking about Pastor Derrickson like that? I can talk to him if I want to, I know a lot of He's not a lowlife. Ooh, you got a little bit. Karen, can you stop being snappy with me? Now listen here and listen good. Oh, you're gonna try and score me about being humble. Callum, just stop it, okay? Now, Pastor Derrickson, if you're interested to know, the reason why he doesn't have a Bible is because he cannot read. <laughs> you think that's funny? Have you heard yourself speaking recently? You as a pastor saying something snippy. You've been hanging around that nanny question way too long. And point being is, Karen, you don't have any authority or standing to be criticizing other people when people can do the exact same thing about you. Well, I'm not a pastor. We're all thankful for that. Another side coming. Okay, I... Karen, don't. Okay, don't. Pastor Derrickson, as I said before, cannot read. He's learnt the Bible, memorising most passages from hearing it over and over again. His education, the way he talks, is a bit spotty. Uh, man. Okay, very much so, because of the fact he basically had little to no education. Had a very rough childhood upbringing. So that means he can't read and write. That's his excuse. And what's your excuse for talking out of your nose all the time? Listen, I am not dealing with this sass. Karen, I've dealt with your sass the entire day. So don't you try it. Okay, I'm sorry. Maybe it's a bit better. I know it's not the greatest way, especially as a pastor of coming out of these things. We did literally just do a bit on, you know, past integrity and remaining calm and all. But Karen, I'm not having you trying to put people down, especially when they are able to do so. I've been doing amazing work for the gospel and for the kingdom and all. But I need a bit of direction and a lot of elocution. And whatnot, okay? Now, if you're going to keep having this snobby attitude, I will be tempted to look for another secretary, okay?
Oh, are you trying to lord it over? No, I'm, Karen, I'm just trying to teach you some respect. Okay, good old-fashioned, a we for Franklin, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And the way that you treat people and speak to people in this office is abhorrible. So, if you want to keep your job, I would suggest how about that you keep such things and thoughts to yourself if you cannot do anything else and intend to change your heart and matter on the situation. Do you read me loud and clear? That's more than he was ever supposed to do. You know, I can at least read. Wait, where are you going? Wait, where, where are you going? Oh, I'm just calling um, up to see about opening up a new position for a secretary since the one I currently have clearly doesn't want her job. Listen, how dare you do something? Then Karen, just behave, okay? I don't have time for your nonsense, okay? Hmm? So you really value this pastor Derrickson? The Lord values him and that all that matters, as he does you and me and all of us. So, yeah, Pastor Derrickson may be certainly rough around the edges, but he is a great man, a sincere man, and an honourable man, which, to be honest, is more I can say for some people. Oh, uh, we can talk about those some people later on. I don't think you'll want that, Karen. Now, excuse me, I've got some work to do. Thanks for bringing down my mood. Anytime, that's what I'm here for. Oh, I better go and sort out your diary, Pastor Kevin. <laughs> to think he prefers people can't read over me. I mean, he wouldn't be anywhere without me, would he? You've been listening to what's going on in Grass Without It, and I'm the creator of the show, Thomas Taylor. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming aboard and listening to the show. It's always great to have you. So, a bit of scheduling change next week. Um, on the 4th of September, which is a Monday, we'll be having an episode then to celebrate four years of the podcast. I know, that is so crazy. And to think this all started before COVID and it's insane. So we're going to have a little special um, episode for that. But that's not going to take us off our scheduling because we'll have an episode then. And we'll have an episode on Wednesday on the 6th of September as usual. So you'll be having two episode drops next week week so do enjoy those and enjoy the other episodes as we get into four years of the podcast it's been great to do this show it's been great and um, everyone listening and, and coming along and telling others about it continue to do so and there's books you can buy so see below in the description but until next time bye bye for now <laughs>